0: On today's Locked On Angels, former Halo reliever Ty Buttry is trying to make a comeback to Major League Baseball. Let's talk about that, the new coaching situation, and an update on the MLB lockout. That's right now on Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked On Angels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. I'm your host, Steve Granato, at Steve Granato over on Twitter. Of course, we are bringing you Angels content Monday, Wednesday, and Friday here in the off season. We have uh, some news we need to catch up on that we were unable to do for Monday, so let's go ahead and do that right now. The big news of the day, kind of a shocking bit of news. Let's jump to that right now. This is coming from the OC Register and Jeff Fletcher saying Ty Butchery hopes to return to Angels after retiring. Reliever Ty Butchery, who abruptly retired just before opening day last year, said on social media that he would be he would like to pitch again in 2022. Butchery was placed on the restricted list, and the Angels can't currently talk to him or his representatives because of the lockout. Butchery said in a statement last April that he was retiring because he lost the drive to compete at the Major League level. He and his wife hosted a Twitter Spaces chat on Sunday night in which Butchery announced that he had hoped to come back, he said he would like to return to the angels, but conceded that the decision is up to them, and also complicated by the lockout. Very interesting situation and not a situation. I don't think anybody even anticipated in the slightest would be happening, um obviously besides Buster and his and his wife Sam very interesting situation um the restricted list i wanted to get this out of the way before we kind of talk about it we go into the history a little bit of it here too um but so the restricted list which he is on right now means that his rights as a player still are the angels property essentially right so the angels can choose to keep him as a major leaguer um I think they would have to like DFA him or whatever the option situation is if they wanted to put him to triple A. Um, or they can just straight up like use him like a trade chip or whatever they want to do because he is still technically under major leagues guys' Angels property. Um, basically, what happened with Ty Butcher is he went into hibernation and the Angels still have him right. He just woke up. <laughs> That's essentially kind of what just happened. Um, the history of it here, if you remember, for our newer Angels fans, I know that we get new listeners every day. Um, newer Angels fans, Ty Butcher came over to the Halos back in 2018 as a part of the Ian Kinsler trade with the Boston Red Sox, and then back on April 3rd, 2021, he announced over on Instagram and Twitter that he was stepping away from baseball. He was officially retiring, talking about personal reasons, and then he. Was it's just like essentially saying that he was playing to prove people wrong, that he wasn't playing for the right reasons anymore. Um, and, and just that whole situation, I was not a part of the Lockdown On Angels show at that point, um, but I remember when this happened. And and for me personally, I was going, dude, I totally get it. Um, and that seemed to be the consensus for most people. Most people completely understand that baseball is uh, extremely grueling. Sports are extremely grueling. You're putting your body and your mind through a lot um, and that can get to absolutely anybody. You know, that, that is on the field, off the field, anybody working in baseball or in sports, um, know that it consumes your entire life. Um, and it isn't your regular nine to five. Um and, and when when Ty announced this, Joe Madden voiced his support for it. He was like, hey man, I totally get it. I've been there. I feel like every player has been there, every person who's ever worked in the sport has been there. Um, but this whole situation, right is is extremely interesting, like I said. Again, he's still technically on the restricted list through 2022. Um, during this time that he's been off, he started a nonprofit with his wife, Sam. Uh, it's called Behind the Lights, and it hosts baseball camps uh, in the Virgin Islands. Um, so he's still been around the game, and he noted in that Twitter space um, that he has already thrown a bullpen and he felt like the time off uh, had helped him. looks like he's added uh, a couple of pounds to to the old body there. looks like he 's up to about two hundred fifty now. he's hoping to maintain two fifty. Um, but again, this is just like a really odd situation um Don't forget the Ty butchery in 2018 and 2019 at least the majority of the first half of 2019 was incredible it was one of the biggest assets the angels had in their bullpen and it really was like okay this was a good trade um you know when when the angels traded away in kinsler it was like a signaling that it was over right that 2018 was a wash um and so when the angels got ty Budtree, it was like okay well let's see what this kid's got the angels called him up made the debut right away and it was great was great. He pitched incredible in the first half, of two thousand nineteen. Started to fall off in the latter half, and then twenty twenty, the pandemic shortened year. He he really struggled, and that's what ultimately led to his decision. So, don't forget that Ty Buttrey can rush it up ninety seven, ninety eight um if he's added some weight to his body maybe he can get that up another tick or two to maybe tr- touch triple digits um obviously there will be some layoff and you know it's not like he's going to be able to jump right back into the ring and be just as good as he was in 2019 like there are a lot of factors at play for this situation um but it is a very i don't even know how to describe it for the angels front office it's like they just got like a Like they're like betting on poker, and someone just walked up and gave them a couple extra chips, like out of nowhere. It's like, here's a couple extra hundred bucks. You go, whoa, cool, thanks. Um, Because, I mean, I don't think, again, anybody had even anticipated this being a thing. Um, When Ty Buttrey left, right, in April of 2021, the Angels went on to make a couple of moves immediately thereafter. They were in the midst of spring training cuts and getting ready for the season. So when he left or when he essentially got put on the restricted list at the end of May, this is what the Angels ended up doing immediately thereafter. They made a couple of of position moves as well, but this is what... Maybe has some effect because of that. So the Angels ended up signing, uh, trading for James Hoyt was cast considerations. They signed Tony Watson. They signed Noah Ramirez, and then they ended up signing Steve Seashick, who we know obviously Steve Seashick. None of these guys obviously are a part of the team in 2022, but Steve Seashick was a major player in the Angels getting Noah Syndergaard to Anaheim because he spoke highly of the Angels. Noah Syndergaard took it to heart, and that was a whole part of the process of getting him to Angel Stadium. So indirectly Ty Buttry has had a very potentially big impact on this team in 2022 already because of that C sex C check situation. Wow. Say that five times fast. Um, but very situ- very interesting. I'm curious to see what the angels end up doing. I imagine, you know, again, the lockout is a total wrench into this whole system. But I imagine maybe a spring training invite, a, a workout of some sorts. They'd want to talk to him, see what's going on with him. Again, Joe Madden voiced uh, his support way back when, so I got to imagine that that uh, relationship would still be fairly strong. I'm curious. I'm very curious what the Angels do with Ty Buttrey, if they can get him back on the mound in 2019 form. That is just a massive boon. Maybe a seventh inning guy um, to, to pair with Loop, uh, maybe in the eighth as well. Um, and then, of course, you know, Iglesias has got the ninth. So I don't know, man. A curveball, if you will. Very interesting. I'm curious to see what the Angels do. What do you want the Angels to do with Ty Buttrey? Let me know in the comment section here on YouTube, of course, at On Angels. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. And if yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, then make sure to include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good. You'll actually want to eat it, unlike those other protein bars that are chalky, waxy, or taste like a chemical spill. You want to eat healthy, but it gets boring. By the end of January, you're already over it. Maybe you're already over it at this point. It's not worth it. But you know what? With Built Bar, it actually is worth it. They got chocolate and all these delicious flavors, and of course, they only have 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and a big old bump in that 17 grams of protein. Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, then you can eat something that tastes good. Go to Bilt.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Bilt.com. Back here on Locked On Angels, your first listen of the day. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button here on YouTube. And, of course, if you're on our audio side, come on over to the YouTube side. I promise there's a whole bunch of fun over here, and we upload exclusive content here on our YouTube page as well. We are still shooting for 1,000 YouTube subscribers by opening day. Uh, okay, let's let's get – again, we had to catch up on some news, so let's talk about the Angels coaching situation, something that we were unable to talk about Um last week, at the end of last week, and at the start of this week. So let's go ahead and jump to this now. This isn't absolutely massive news, but we are seeing that the Angels are shoring up their coaching situation. So this is coming from MB.com back on January 5th, so about uh, actually a week ago now as this episode releases. This is coming from David Adler. Quote, the Angels announced Wednesday, that's this past Wednesday, that they've added Phil Nevin, Benji Gill, and Bill Hasselman to their coaching staff for the 2022 season. The team hasn't specified what roles each of the three will Phil. In November, the Athletics' Ken Rosenthal reported the Angels were planning to hire Nevin as their third base coach, but according to a new report from The Athletic on Wednesday, bench coach is also a possibility. So, kind of a weird situation. We obviously already knew about Phil Nevin. That happened a while ago. That's uh, old news at this point. We already talked about that on the show as well. Um, Benji Gill, that is interesting. Uh, he was an infielder for the Halos back in 2000 to 2003, so he obviously has ties to manager Joe Madden. Um, Skip was a, a bench coach at the time of the Halos, um, so Benji Gill was a part of the World Series team 20 years ago. So they have a connection there. Bill Hasselman has a connection here to Southern California. He does have a little bit of a connection to the Angels. He was in the Angels system uh, back in uh, 2013 and 14. He was coaching for the Inland Empire 66ers of then High A Cal League. Um, Then he went on to the Dodgers organization. He And I have a very soft connection. Uh, That was when I started working in baseball was in 2015. And I worked for the Rancho Cucamonga Quakes of the Dodgers system. And uh, Bill Hasselman was the manager that year. In 2015, that team had Cody Bellinger, Jose de Leon, uh, Alex Verdugo, a bunch of guys were on that squad. And Bill Hasselman was the skipper, led that team to a California League championship. So He has a Southern California tie, and obviously, as we mentioned earlier in his coaching career, a uh, Angel system tie. So there's still one position to fill here, um, and this is where this story gets really weird. I'm sure you've heard about it, so I'm not going to dwell on it too hard. Um, But the Adam Eaton situation. Um, very strange. there's some reports that this last coaching job might be filled by Adam Eaton, who obviously played back in 2021 for the Halos, um, and that's why there hasn't been any movement because there's a union player situation lockouty thing going on, um, as far as we know. So it is strange. Um, but as far as if Adam Eaton joins the squad, which it looks like from what we've read and seen, that that is going to be the case. It looks like the Angels have shored up their coaching staff. Um, it is weird that they haven't officially given them the titles, whether who's first, third catching, all that kind of stuff. Um, I'd imagine Bill Hasselman will probably be the catching coach. Um, you know, and then Phil Nevin, Benji Gill, Adam Eaton would I don't know duke it out for first and third. The bigger thing to take away here for these coaching signings or whatever you want to call them is that they are you know fielding coach defensive coach they are hitting instructor that kind of thing like they take on multiple roles um just like you know Brian Butterfield was like the infield coach even though he was on the base paths during the game so they do more than just on the field during the game stuff they do things in practice and warm-ups and working with players in the cages and things like that working on defense and things like that so that is where it's a little more interesting for me because I'm like well which one is which again I, I'd imagine Bill Has my go-catching coach I wouldn't quote me on that but that would just be make the most sense um, from my perspective but very very interesting situation just like the uh, Ty Butchery thing just kind of weird weird quirky this Adam Eaton thing's kind of weird I, I'd be happy to see Adam Eaton maybe as like an outfield coach roving instructor whatever they want to call it you know that kind of thing um and you know if he coaches a base then great go for it um you know I've no no doubt that he'd be able to do it or whatever. But yeah, just kind of weird. Um, I'm curious to see what the Angels end up doing with these signings and if Adam Eaton actually ends up being a part of the Angels coaching staff moving forward. This episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year? New updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. The promo code for that is locked on to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, to your favorite Vegas casino games, and whenever baseball comes back, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet where the game starts. Back here on Locked On Angels Midweek Edition. Your first listen to the day, Steve Granada, with you. Um, so I got a slight update to the lockout for you. In case you miss this, is case you not. We're gonna talk about it a little bit. This is coming from the athletic Evernote. Evan Drellich of The Athletic here on January the 11th saying, MLB, MLBPA scheduled to meet Thursday for the first time since early December. MLB is preparing to present a new core economics proposal to the Players Association on Thursday, sources confirmed. The meeting scheduled to take place via a video conference is the first one focused on core economics since team owners instituted the lockout. So, a slight update um, and a development in the right direction. So, I wanted to take this time to temper your expectations. So, this is really the first meeting, I, I, at least in my eyes, you know, lockout, first real meeting. Um, yes, I know they met right before the lockout and all that kind of stuff. But this, like, so at the end, right before the lockout started, the players said, Here is our proposal. They had everything that they laid out, da 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 da. And then the owners didn't ever really offer anything back. They said, nope, we're good. Seeing a lockout. We're going to post on Insta and stuff. Um, so this is the first time they're really meeting. And it's been over a month since they've talked. And so again, I want to temper your expectations. So I know we're approaching pitchers and catchers here soon, right around Valentine's Day. So we're about a month away or so. Um, so I, But I wouldn't put too much stock into this meeting. Don't don't head into Thursday going, this is the one. They're going to bang it out. Baseball's coming back. Dude, that is extremely unlikely. I, I highly, highly, highly doubt that that would happen. Um, obviously, this is a good thing. They're meeting, which is a step in the right direction. Um, but I imagine the players won't be proposing anything again because they were the last ones to propose, some, propose something. So I got to imagine it's going to be the owner side, really. And then that's where it's going to turn into negotiations thereafter so that's what you have to expect here is it is a step in the right direction this is all part of the process don't get your hopes up if anything major happens in these negotiations we're going to talk about it here on locked on angels don't you worry hit that subscribe button here on youtube and of course auto downloads on your audio side um but yes just I'm curious to see. We will get the information when it comes out on Thursday. I got to imagine the MLB side will not just straight up give everything that the players want. That's how negotiations work, obviously. They're probably going to scale back. I imagine there's going to be something on arbitration in there, which is still locked out and hasn't happened. Uh, Rule 5 draft hasn't happened. You know? So we're still waiting for all these things to happen, and then the longer that we wait— the faster those, all, all those things would have to happen before the season starts. They'd, all the players would obviously have to report. There's a lot of things that needs to get done in the next month or so. Does that mean that we push back the season I think that's what both sides are hoping for, not that the push the season back, but that pressure is going to sway the other side to get into a deal that they might have to concede on a little bit more. But I think both teams, uh, as in the players and the uh, MLB side, are still feeling that way. So I don't know, man. There's a lot of things to iron out. Uh, Again, this is a step in the right direction, but don't get your hopes up too hot for this one. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Don't forget to check out our Twitter at Locked On Angels at Steve Granado. Our voicemail line is 714 409 6396. Check out my other podcasts, they are lo- uh, linked in the episode description. Uh, don't forget for your second listen of the day, check out Locked On Bets, your daily one stop shop for all your gambling needs, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis from Lee Sterling. Right, guys, that's going to do it for us on today's episode of Locked On Angels. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, hit that subscribe button for us. Again, we are looking for 1,000 YouTube subscribers by opening day. We'll talk to you guys in a couple of days, but until then, I'm Steve Granado. Later.